Welcome, folks, to Fifth Street Sports. I'm Frank Perez. I'm joined by the two big co-hosts, Mr. Oklahoma Brian and Florida Rick. We're on Sports Byline USA Radio Network, American Forces Network. You can catch us on iHeartRadio, and we're streaming live on YouTube and Facebook. And also, you can catch us on Twitter. Well, guys, today we got the starting lineup in. It's Friday, beautiful afternoon, and you got uh, Garrick and Ruth there on the screen ready to tell us about these uh, conference tournaments. Yeah, pretty exciting day. I uh, I wish I was home. I'm actually uh, I'm holed up in a undisclosed location and uh, not able to to watch a lot of basketball right now. But it is an exciting day, and Sunday is really the most exciting day of the year for me. I, I look forward to it. Uh, all year long. Well, especially this year, too. Yeah, because, uh, you know, we're dying to see who's going to be in Tulsa. I believe we're going to be in the Tulsa Regional. So uh, we want to know which teams we're seeing. And at this point, we debate every day about who's going to be going for the Big 12 and the SEC. I think at this point we agree that Texas Tech is not going to go, and Kansas probably will as long as they win tonight. And uh, they'll probably get either an Ole Miss or Mississippi State in there. And maybe even like a Gators or an LSU, too. So that'll, uh, you know, really want to know who we're seeing and, you know, who, who, who will uh, pay for the, mo- the most for tickets. Yeah. By the way, before Rick, Rick, nice nice choice yesterday on that Utah minus eight. They easily won by 20. Uh, Daniel Wade just gave us um, Southern Miss. They, they beat Marshall by nine. It was a tight game, but we got the money. Thank you, Daniel. Brian, by the, by the way, I can see that location that you're at right there. Uh, mm-hmm. Nick wants to know, when you go into these locations, do you make sure that you bring out like a burner phone so we can't GPS track you and stuff? Absolutely, yeah. No, I'm. Um, it's like uh, Bear Grylls type uh, deal. <laughs> because, well, I mean, like, like, like in the background over over, over there, it really looks like you're in. You know, would would be like a um, kind of a WikiLeaks kind of camp. You know what I mean? Where you're like stealing yeah. info right from uh, top from the headquarters. You know. Exactly. I, I I released the LSU info too early, and I'm now on the run. <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely. Hey, but we were way ahead of the curve, even on the uh, the, the cheating thing in college, guys. We got to take a timeout. We got a great show. Frank Perez, Oklahoma, Brian, and Florida. Rick, back in three. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800 932 1749 800 932 800-932-1749. Is nice and smooth. And you know, when you're using one of those disposable razors, you never know what you're going to get. You don't get a great shave. I tell you, I have found the solution to my shaving issues with Harry's razors. 
non-slip, comfortable handle. I think these are absolutely the best. Right now, you could get a $13 value trial set. Comes with everything you need for a close, comfortable shave, weighted ergonomic handle, a five-blade razor with a lubricating strip, a rich lathering shave gel, a travel blade cover. You can get a $13 value trial set right now. Go to harrys.com forward slash world soccer. Go right now, harrys.com forward slash world soccer. Redeem your offer right now and let them know that I, Nick Gieber, sent you harrys.com forward slash world soccer to go get your Harry's razors. All right, folks, we're back. It's Fifth Street Sports. I got Oklahoma Brian in Florida. Rick with me today, my co-host. And it's a good thing because these guys are good. And we're talking about conference tournaments, bubble teams. We only got two more days until Selection Sunday. So, guys, I am going to sit up here and throw you guys right down the middle of the plate into your wheelhouse, right where it belongs in these conference tournaments and bubble teams. Let's go through them. Okay, give me, give me, uh, go ahead and give me your, give me your first uh, question. Well, Rick, you go for it. I mean, oh, Rick. Okay, Rick is gone. All right, here's a here's sure. a question for you, Brian. Okay, since you want a question. Mm. Sure. All right, I'm I'm a, I'm 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 a fan, and I know when March right. Madness comes here in Vegas, that's when the real sickness comes out here. All these lines are fifty and sixty deep, like they're giving something away in these sports books. <laughs> but as a fan. If somebody was to ask you, let me let me ask you, would you rather see a seven or an eight, let's say a team that's seventh or eighth in the ACC, a Syracuse, get in, or a Belmont or a Prairie View? What would what what would you choose in that category? <laughs> well, Prairie View is going to have to win their way in. They're, they're not coming in as a uh, as a at large. Uh, but Belmont, yeah, teams like Belmont and Greensboro. Possibly even uh, UCF if they lose this game against Memphis right now. Even Memphis, because if they win this game against UCF. These teams are notoriously famous for looking like they're in. And then at the last minute, uh, you know, we turn on the selection show and you see uh, like an Oklahoma or a, uh, you know, a team that looks like they have no business in the tournament ends up stealing one of their uh, spots. And the reason it's quite simple is that this is a um, this is an old boys network. You know, this is not based on merit. These uh, guys in the smoke filled room, you know, watching seven televisions, drinking scotch, scratching themselves, high fiving. Like this is not exactly an objective uh, committee of of, uh, of fact finders. They typically are gonna are gonna vote with their old friends, with the guys that they've coached with in other cities, with um, you know, with with their peers. And it makes for uh, a system where you have someone like Long Kruger or Jim Beheim that has a lot more friends in the room, has a uh, a big time competitive advantage over you know these uh, up and coming schools that have you know coaches that don't have quite the same networking resources. So I think it's terrible. And I'll tell you what I think should happen is we should move to a system kind of like the Baseball Hall of Fame now where the voting is transparent and we get to see how people voted. Curious what oh, you think. I, I love that. that. I love that. Because hey Rick, are are you are you with us? Yeah, sorry. Sorry, Frank. That was uh my fault. Yeah, yeah. Rick, yeah, let, well here, here let, let me expand on Brian's question and then and and, and, and then you get it. Wouldn't that be so cool? Because when we know when we get down to 57th, 58th selection and there's six or seven to go, Brian's right. The the boys get their team, and when it gets down to close, these Oklahomas get in, and these teams that, like you say, wow, you know how did how did they how did they how did they how did they nudge out Belmont? How did they nudge out Greensboro? It should be transparent. Yeah, without- Without a doubt, it's uh, like probably said, an old boys network, and there's a reason why the Lon Krugers of the world, uh, the Jim Bayhams of the world, every single year those guys get in if, as long as they have pretty much a winning record and a uh, 500 or better record in the conference, they're going to get in, and they have enough connections. They've been around long enough that all these guys in the committee are pretty much ex-coaches, and they're all like a big fraternity. And then you look at the coaches of Belmont and UNC Greensboro and Lipscomb and uh, Murray State, and they don't have the same networking. They don't, they're not kind of part of this fraternity. And 
it's so unfortunate. These are the guys who are left out. And it's so uncommon to see one of these smaller schools ever make the tournament as a bubble team. And when it does happen, it's such a shock to all of us. We're, we're all in awe. Wow, you mean Murray State made it as an at-large? It, it, it happens maybe once every three or four years that you see one of these. And we talk about it every year. But it only happens once every three or four years where you get one of these teams from these small mid-majors that make it. Unless, I, I, like Brian, Brian was talking about Memphis and UCF, that's not even, that's that's too big a conference compared to the, you know, the Ohio Valleys of the world and the Colonials of the world and the Big Souths of the world. So, uh, unfortunately, as much as I think 90% of the population would rather see a Belmont in there than an Indiana or an Oklahoma, it's going to happen, you know, at least – nine out of 10 or 19 out of 20 times where the Oklahoma or Indiana gets in over the Belmont, uh, even with Belmont having the better resume, uh, just because they're, you know, it's the, it's the networking, the connections and the friendships. It's just really unfair. And like you guys said, the, the lack of transparency is, is, is ridiculous. The fact that we can't see, you know, who voted for what, because if we did, there'd be an uproar. Oh yeah. Brian, I love that. We should lobby for that because could you imagine if they actually had to declare, Every you know the, the the you know the guys with the votes and the selection committee thinking oh really Ralph or Hank every year you you know you know you vote for your old buddy Oklahoma or Auburn or somebody and you always leave them out after after a while every everybody would these guys would be um you know out there I mean we would know like hey come on there's something happening here this just ain't right the good old boys just can't get their guys in every year. And then, how much corruption do you, do you do you think that there would be where you would see like four years in a row? Let's say Ralph or Hank got his uh, snuck his buddy's team in there, and then you see like, wow, Ralph, where'd you you know where'd you get that Mercedes? Geez, you got that new <laughs> boat. Like, who sent you the new boat? I think these guys are at an income level where uh, I don't think uh, a Mercedes is going to swing them. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a it's a legitimate uh, argument. And I'll even go as far as to say that I think that journalists would do a better job of picking these uh, these spots than that I would trust athletic directors, coaches, assistant coaches, SIDs. I think those. I think you have the wrong people in the room making these decisions. Uh, absolutely, but but wouldn't you like to right now go down to the ballots, the Baseball Hall of Fame ballots, the ones in the fifties and the sixties? And when they, uh, Babe Ruth came up, remember, like, Babe Ruth only got, like, 90-something percent of the votes, and Ty Cobb, like, 88 or 92 percent of the votes. Wouldn't you love to see the names that voted, like, when they brought it up and said, Babe Ruth, Hall of Fame, yes or no? Wouldn't you love to see the ones that voted, like, no? Or Ty Cobb, <laughs> no? Because it was anonymous. They could hide behind the uh, anonymous <laughs> ballot. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. Well, uh, what – well, are we going to a commercial? Because I, no, I got another no, no, thought. No, no, I'll, no. I'll say. You, okay. you, you've actually got two full minutes. Okay. Uh, I'll throw out another uh, another concept. So I would like to see a completely uh, transparent vote. I'd like to see journalists vote. Uh, I wouldn't mind even seeing the public. Maybe, maybe even if it's like 10%, kind of like leagues do with all-star games, you know, where it's – you know, there's some kind of online voting, but it's very diluted, just so the public feels like they have a uh, some kind of input. But uh, anything other than a bunch of ex-coaches, <laughs> cons- cons- you know, and athletic directors trying to hook each other up. Um, and we know there's a lot of money involved for these conferences. It's it's in their own self-interest to get their uh, peers from their own conferences into this tournament because most conferences have a, a revenue-sharing arrangement. And uh, the entire, uh, you know, the entire process is really, it's kind of like they say, you know, about making sausages or laws. It's best not to see it. Maybe that's the case. Maybe we should just shut up and uh, turn on the TV and not even ask questions. But I don't like it. No, but you're absolutely right. I mean, after this last scandal that we just couldn't believe that actually actors and actresses were buying their kids SATs and everything that's been going on. Now, if this coach thing hits and the, the way all the scandals and the Democrats, the Repul- everything that's going on in this planet and especially in this country, show us some transparency, guys. Come on. I mean, I mean, kids wish they never went to Neverland now. <laughs> yes, man, I can, I can tell that that one issue has really touched a nerve with you because I think you've brought it up like five days in a row. But uh, 
point yeah, taken. Because I mean, like as a kid, now, um, now, um, now, imagine you, Brian. You're you're uh, nine or ten years old, eleven years old, and you come home to your dad and say, "Listen, Dad, Billy and Mikey, and 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 guess what? We're going to spend the weekend over at Michael Jackson's house at Neverland." It would have been like the greatest thing in the whole world, and then that gets taken from you. Boy, I would hope my parents would have stepped in and uh, prevented that from happening. <laughs> no, but I mean, is there anything but, sacred anymore? Oh, is it? Is it uh, oh, oh, gosh. No. Uh, here's Andrew. You, looks like we got to go for a break, guys. We got to take a timeout. When we come back, Florida Rick, Oklahoma Brian, Frank Perez, back in three minutes, folks. Attention business owners, now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for their business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800 470 
I like it. I, I agree. I, I think uh, I think we got some good ideas. Hey, I was going to ask uh, you guys for your take on this uh, this South Carolina team. If they could somehow pull off an upset against Auburn, do they have a shot at uh, at an at large bid, or is there is that just no way considering they're gosh they're two games above five hundred? They'd be seventeen and fifteen with a win, but the conference record's phenomenal. Rick, why don't you handle yeah. that? I look it up. I, I've been I've been looking at this um, since last break at some of the bubble teams. I don't I don't think they can get in unless they make the conference championship. I think their uh, their overall record is just it's just no way is it good enough to get in to only making the conference semifinals. They'd be seventeen and fifteen going into the conference semis. I guess they'd be playing Florida tomorrow. So if they can win that, if they lose that game, they'd be seventeen, sixteen, twelve, and eight in conference. That wouldn't get them in. If they win, then they'll put them at 18 and 15, 13 and 7 in conference, playing either Kentucky or Tennessee, I guess, in the final. And at that point, I think they're about they'd a 50 in, shot. So at that point, they'd probably be in. Yeah. Uh, but well, they really have to win today against Auburn and tomorrow against Florida. And that's, that's a tall task. So if, if, if they get there against Kentucky or Tennessee, then. Then they probably deserve to be in the tournament at that point. With a thirteen-seven, or if they lose thirteen-eight uh, conference record, I think that has to get you in. Especially how tough the SEC is this year. Are are, are they are they playing now? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's halftime. It's tied at the half. Wow. It's Thirty-six all at the half. So uh, they were an eight-point dog in this game, and you know they've come to play. The funny thing is, they were actually a higher seed in the, in the conference tournament than Auburn. They had the same conference record, but because wow. the tiebreaker, they had a higher seed. So. Um, they're they're officially the home team here. It's isn't it one of the weirdest anomalies you can ever remember in terms of conference record and overall record. I can't ever remember a team being a high seeded team but being a huge outsider in terms of making the tournament and you know, being on a big conference like this. Wow. Let me let, let me ask you yeah. guys a question because you guys got me interested because I, I know Rick had that whole take on South Carolina. You kind of threw me off there, but let me ask you a question. <laughs> And now, as, I, as I'm looking at this, doesn't it seem to me, now I'm going to throw you guys here just a little bit off balance, and we'll get back to your point. Alabama getting 12.5 today against Kentucky, or Minnesota getting 10.5 against Purdue. Doesn't that seem high to you guys? Yes, to both. And those are both teams playing for their lives. I think, was, I think Alabama, I'd almost have to say Alabama's in without a loss, but I wouldn't want to take a chance if I were Alabama. If they are in, they're they're going through Dayton, and uh, I think Minnesota actually needs to win. What what do you what do you think, Rick? I kind of think it's the other way around. I think Minnesota is a pretty much a sure thing of being in. Uh, obviously, with the win tonight, they're one hundred percent in. But even at this point, I'd put about eighty to eighty five percent in. Alabama's the one who, boy, this 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 game is so is such a big game for them. They win, they're one hundred percent in. They lose. I, I would put them right at that 50-50. They would be either the one of the last two in or one of the first two out. So, uh, yeah, it's such a big game, but the line is 12-and-a-half. I, I don't see how they can come and, and win this game in Nashville, but, you know, stranger things have happened. But I, I would bet at this point, if I had to, I would bet Alabama not making the tournament. Have you heard the uh, rumor of Avery Johnson leaving Bama and going to SMU after this year? Kind of interesting move that would be. Don't tell me no, you have to break no, down one early, too, Brian. That's that's two or two things you've broken out that's been nationwide real early. You gotta be, <laughs> you gotta be like scared. Uh, yeah. So, there's a, well, you know, he's incredibly popular in Dallas, and there's a lot of uh, money at SMU that is uh, kind of. You know, they've been approaching him and his agent over the last few weeks, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if if that move actually happens. Wow. Hey, here's a here's one for you. I just was looking up a guy, because I'm, I'm throwing these things at you because we only got so much time, and it's our last show before Selection Sunday. Uh, one of the experts says the last two teams probably out. See if you guys agree. Texas and Xavier. What's your take on that? I thought they'd make it. I don't think Texas uh, is in. Surprise the Big 12 expert, but I don't think Texas is in at this point. No way, Texas is in. They're 500. I think the worst overall record to, to make it as an at-large seed was Georgia, uh, 
you know, about seven or eight years ago, and they were three games over 500. This is a Texas team at 500. I, I can't see any way. Well, never say never, but, but I'd be very surprised if Texas is in at this point. How about Xavier? I don't see Xavier Xavier to even have a chance of getting in. They have to win tonight against Villanova. That's that goes without saying. They they have to be Villanova tonight as a seven point dog in the Big East semifinal. If they were to win that game, they play the conference tournament tomorrow. I would say at that point they're they're still maybe a little bit above fifty percent, maybe right at fifty fifty. But um, you know, to just even be in that talk they have to win tonight i don't even think they're one of the first four out i would think they're they're this next four out i don't think they're even close to the the, the bu- uh, really? bubble right now now yeah. well, brian now 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 here's one that kind of fits into your question but i think it's a no-brainer because they played too well here's a team like a buffalo not from a super big conference oh. right um let's yeah. say in their 12 and a half today let's say they do not win this tournament they're, oh they're they're easily and you couldn't vote them out you're talking about one of the best teams in the country in Buffalo. Um, now, what's what's going to happen with Buffalo is, objectively speaking, this is a team that probably deserves maybe is even as low as a three or a four seed. I, I really think they're that good. They probably end up getting stuck with like a six or seven seed because we know that's the way the committee sticks it to mid-majors. Um, and, you know, this is a team that I could see making a run. People will make it sound like it's some kind of uh, incredible you know, underdog out of nowhere, but the reality is this is a uh, this is a really really strong uh, team, and and they should be seated high. Although I don't think they will. You mean even if they win this tournament, you wouldn't give them at least a four seed or lower? I don't think they can get to a four. What do you think, Rick? No way. As much as I love Buffalo, and I think they're such a great team, and I think Buffalo Buffalo's one of those outside teams, you know, that can make the Final Four uh, without a doubt if they they could take it the right path and maybe an upset along the way they can make the final four but the committee always screws these uh you know mid-majors and as we, we, what's going to happen is we're going to expect to see buffalo as a four seed at worst maybe a three seed that's what we'd want to see that's what you kind of expect by the record by the resume what's going to happen is buffalo is going to be a seven or eight seed that's what's going to happen it happens every year everyone's shocked every year then buffalo is going to get put in the region with kentucky or duke and have to play kentucky duke or north carolina in the second round and uh they're going to you know that's going to happen to them just like it happens every year to these schools. And it's really unfair. The the only thing that I would say to justify it, and I don't think it's right, but there's a little bit of geography in play with this. The committee ultimately is trying to sell tickets. And so if there is a, um, a close call between two teams that might be a three or a four seed, you're going to see the team that can deliver fans that can sell tickets is going to, even though the committee will never admit that, you're going to see it like in the Big 12 with Kansas and Texas Tech. If they're anywhere close, you can pretty much bet that Kansas will get the nod. They'll ship them to Tulsa. Texas Tech will get sent to uh, Salt Lake City or Hartford or some BFE uh, location. And that, that that really is a factor because at the end of the day, as great of an event as we think the tournament is, it doesn't actually sell out anywhere like the public thinks. I mean, I'd say the average attendance at a at a tournament game during the first and second round is probably, what would you say, Rick, 65 70% capacity at best? So they're trying to... It depends to- on which teams are playing, but... Yeah, if, you know, you got a North Carolina or a Kentucky or a Kansas. It's going to be pretty much sold out. But yeah, once you eliminate those top tier teams, if we bring all the fans, yeah, you're probably looking at some of them. You know, especially if there's an upset at maybe like fifty to sixty percent capacity. Yeah, particularly for the two early games, like the you know the noon games, the two o'clock games. What uh, what I think is lost for the television audience oftentimes is how much movement there is in the arena like if you go to a, say a lakers game and you try to walk into center court seats down low usher is going to stop you from being able to uh take those seats in the case of a uh, tournament game there it's almost like they're facilitating this kind of movement they're almost encouraging people to uh because it looks better on tv to have people in those seats so um what you see on tv isn't necessarily reflective of where of what it actually looks like in the arena. Oftentimes the upper deck is empty. 
It's like a WNBA, right, Brian? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so, so uh, you know, we only got a minute. So, Brian and, and Rick, you guys are going to actually tell me that if Buffalo runs this table as good as they've played all year long, that to be a four seed, that means you're one of the top 16 teams. That they've, they, they wouldn't even select them as one of the top 16 teams in the, in the nation? Yeah, I, I, it's, it's preposterous, but that's, expect wow. that to happen. Absolutely. Yeah. That's so Buffalo, if they, if they win the table, like you said, and win their MAC tournament, they will probably finish as the 14, 13 to 15 ranked team in the country, and they're going to get stuck with a 7 or 8 seed, mark my words. Wow. Maybe a 6. Hey, yeah. Guys, hang on to that, because when we come back in three minutes, it's talk you can bet on. This is 5th Street Sports, back in just after the small timeout, about three minutes. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Fifth Street Sports, folks, we are back. It's Talk You Can Bet On, the third segment. This is where we release our picks, things we can hopefully make some money on. Hopefully we have Daniel Wages come in. He came in yesterday, another winner. Thank you, Daniel. Uh, Rick's going to give out his great stuff. Always Brian and Joey Cassano. I hope so, Joey Cassano. He comes in with something good. Guys, but uh, this segment over here, Andrew uh, wants to keep opening this segment because we got a lot of chat from our uh, Fifth Street Social, and this is a part where they can – Either say nice things about us, talk bad about our parents, whatever it is. But Andrew, what do you what do you got uh, what do you got here for us? Well, uh, yeah. So we are streaming live to Facebook, YouTube, um, Facebook.com forward slash Fifth Street Sports Talk, YouTube.com forward slash Fifth Street Sports, and uh, we've got a uh, 
we got some live chat uh, messages here. So if you want to chime in, uh, hop in, watch uh, watch Frank, watch the guys, and uh, let us know what you think. But uh, our first message comes in here from Daniel Wages. He says, uh, you're welcome. Uh, Mizzou against UGA, or University of Georgia, right? Wednesday was a game of the year type game, if I had those. Uh, Southern Mississippi was a big game as well. Gotta love this time of year. Is there MMA on Saturday? Um, uh, I got I, another one here. So I, I'll, I'll just rattle all these off and then you know answer what, what you can answer. Uh, Brian Wilson from Facebook says, what does Frank think about Toronto tonight in NHL? And then uh, Daniel Wade just came in with two picks. Uh, boxing, he picked Henry Lundy, minus 140. And then he uh, he picked Bowling Green, minus two and a half. And those are... Uh, those are your guys' uh, messages. Wow, thank you very much. Boy, Daniel's into boxing. I love it, man. This guy's good. I know. Just, I got to give him the respect for being sharp. I'll even take his boxing. But I'm going to, first of all, for Brian Wilson, I'll, I'll check on your Toronto. Uh, Brian, if, if you got any sharp hockey accounts, let's see if we, we can find out for Brian. And as far as MMA, I'll check Costa Rica while these guys are talking. Well, Toronto's a minus 200 favorite in the NHL tonight. That's a lot of, uh, that is a lot of chalk. I, I don't really have an opinion on the hockey. I wish I did. Uh, I agree with Daniel on the uh, Bowling Green play. And I know nothing about boxing or MMA. I'll find out about MMA, but on the boxing, let me send, while, while you guys are doing this, I'm going to message the stage at uh, Five Dimes, see what they think about that. Okay. All right. Hey, let me ask you a question, Frank. When you have a big bet on a game and you need a score, what's your reaction if uh, you say, let's say you uh, call up Rick and you need a score on the, um, you know, on the Wisconsin-Nebraska game. Let's say you had the uh, first half over. And without telling you the score, Rick's first question to you is, well, what did you have <laughs> without telling you the score? That, is that not one of the most annoying, uh, you know, attributes in all of betting is the, is the, you know, it's kind of the voyeuristic tendency of people to want to watch you, like watch your facial expression as you find out that you've won or lost your uh, bet, right? That yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's up there in the annoyance factor. It's about a five or six on the annoyance factor. But it's not even in the galaxy or the or the Milky Way of a, a guy uh, me asking that and then the guy giving me a, a a bad score on purpose. Well, if that happened, we would no longer be friends again. No, if anybody ever did that to me, it's over but, with. That's all. My, it, what do you think is worse, that or somebody saying, "By by the way, I cheated with your wife." What do you think? The the score thing was way worse. That's what I thought. I thought <laughs> yeah, so too. Way because worse. because you can always you know you can always take your wife back or not. You can't take that other one yeah. back. Absolutely, absolutely. So along the same lines, it's <laughs> interesting how you managed to mix multiple voyeuristic concepts into this. <laughs> um, the uh, the whole concept of having the camera on the team as they wait to find out if they're in the tournament or not. I've always wondered, like, how much money do they have to give you to give your school to want to actually agree to have that camera on you? I would, I would absolutely hate that if it were me, and someone wanted to watch me react to it. I mean, I, would, I guess suppose if you're a student athlete, you have no choice. The school makes the decision for you, and if it's a school that needs attention, God, well, I can think of better ways to get attention than that. But I've never understood why teams agree to that. Yeah, me too. I mean, it would it, it's it's kind of like they're it, like they're trying to get a reaction from you, like on reality TV. Let's say you don't make it. You, they oh, they want to see the heartbreak, you know. And then of course, there's all the other people with you couldn't believe you made it in the high five and in the champagne. But so many times they actually want to see. It's like if you were at right there going to the final table of the World Series and you see a Phil Helmet or somebody take a real bad double you know bad beat on a, on a two outer and after he gets knocked out you know you bring the mic over to him and you say God God Phil how does that feel you know? that's, that's it you know I'm like <laughs> how does that feel but do you think they're doing it just for drama and to get a reaction and watch you suffer when you don't make it in yes that's the whole point 
Well, here's here's my question to that. I, I, I don't need to see it. It doesn't – I don't know if they, they pay the schools to do it. I think they just buy them the, the, the pizza they give out to the kids while they're watching the show. <laughs> but um, my, my question is why are they have a camera fixed on Kentucky and Duke? Like, like yeah. and then they, they announce them and they show Kentucky celebrating. Whoa, wow. That's, we never knew we were going to get in. So we got to start, start high fiving now. Now we all know we're going to Columbia or Columbus and let's all high five each other. And we're playing, you know, um, what's your name? So, uh, Sienna in the first round, you know? Okay. Is that worthy of a celebration? I, I don't yeah, think so. Well, Brian, how about, how, how about how about this one? Now, now that we're speaking about drama and trying to milk these guys for reaction, what do you think about when they had the camera like on Kyler Murray and the draft choices, and then they're up there like selecting drafts, and everybody's at the guy's house, the whole family, they're seeing if he's going to go in the first round. What do you think of that? It's it's the same phenomenon, isn't it? It's it's reality television as kind of come to dominate our culture at this point we, we we live for that we want to see people uh get excited or suffer right before our eyes I... now, okay but how how about this let's go back to 2000 what is it like maybe 2000 or 2001 you're at tom brady's house you know i think he was with notre dame really good really great quarterback right and michigan, uh, but yeah oh michigan excuse me and then um uh you're, you're like you're sitting there at his house and you're saying, okay, Tom, let's see. Oh, come on. And they got the whole family up there and everybody's waiting. And wow, the first round goes by. Nothing. Second round yeah. goes by. Like here's the third round. Now all of a sudden, like you see the aunts and the uncles. Oh, and everybody starts heading for the door. Well, we'll see you later, Mr. Brady. And tell Tom, you know, good. You know, he was good. We love him. We love him. And then they're all leaving. The fifth round goes by. Now there's only like Tom, the cat. Two dogs, the one one cousin left, and then you always got that optimistic, you know, three hundred pound cousin that's really, oh Tom, don't worry about it, cheer up, and then finally everybody's asleep except you know in the sixth round, and for the New England Patriots, Tom Brady number one ninety five, and, and do they even celebrate at that point? Do they celebrate being a six-round draft pick? I, I, I don't know. I think that's almost like a, an insult if you're expecting to be a right. higher-round draft pick. So it's almost like, yeah. wait, is that worthy of congratulations? I don't know because maybe it's better at this point just be an un, you know, unrestricted free agent and sign wherever you want rather than being forced to go to a certain team. But talking about that, Tom Brady, which obviously you just made that thing up because it didn't happen, but I mean the, the live cameras. But what did happen was what, about five years ago when they had cameras fixed on uh, Michael Sam. Remember that to be uh, to be drafted, they oh, thought yeah. he was gonna be a higher draft pick, and they 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 really waited until I think he was what like the fifth, the last overall pick. So they kept showing him from the from the first day to like the third day or whatever. Then he was finally like chosen, you know, as like the uh, fifth yeah. to last pick in the like, entire draft. Like he yeah. like he hadn't shaved, and then you seen like the bottle of Grey Goose half empty. <laughs> but yeah. yeah they – that actually was a big celebration. Those, yeah. those guys really did uh, take it to another level. <laughs> um, so yeah, they probably won't be showing that anymore. But uh, in terms of uh, in terms of the colleges, yeah, it's 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 really ridiculous. Does anyone want to see? Are we really waiting to see uh, Belmont celebrate, or do we really need to see um, you know Indiana? sulk after they're not taken does that excite us does that make us feel better or worse no no nobody cares for it there's no reason to show it and it would be best if they stop but they never will in fact what they do is every year they add a couple more teams they show their reactions to and it's, I, I don't know whose brilliant decision this is but you know it, it, it if i have my say just take them all off we don't need to see them eating pizza and celebrating or i'm crying well, doesn't it highlight the absurdity of trying to fill up an hour of television with something that could be revealed in two minutes yeah, yeah. It was never yeah. it never meant to be. Or didn't they even make it to a two hour show at one point? Um, well, I, they did, but they did. They actually revealed the whole bracket within the first half hour, and then they talk about everything for the next hour and a half. Yeah. But yeah, they. Uh, I think now it's a two hour show, and ESPN has like a four hour show, you know, going on at the same time. So, uh, you know, once we see the brackets, we don't need the the explanations from Dick Vitale and uh, Jay Billis and. Uh, um, you know, those guys telling us, telling us who they think is going to win because, you know, we watch enough basketball, we have our own opinions and right. their opinions really mean nothing. In fact, the teams they usually pick never seem to pan out anyway. Hey, How guys, about this one, me, though? Re really, really quick, because we got about 
three and a half minutes left in this segment. We've got to come up with some things. But as honest to God right now, as I know uh, Daniel Asport, I got, a, I got an MMA play in from Costa Rica. 1901, Eon Henchik. Eon Henchik plus 125. I'm going to be betting that in the MMA. Eon Henchik. <laughs> Rick, Brian, you guys got about three minutes plus the last three minutes to give these guys something for the weekend so we can make some money on. I will have something for the final segment. Okay, how about you, Rick? Why don't you take this three minutes? Okay, I have a few, I have a few plays, and uh, unfortunately, yesterday, Frank, I was telling before the show, I typed in the wrong. I had to leave early, and I typed in the wrong box my college plays. But the NBA play won Utah, um, went to one of the college plays, but unfortunately, I, I, I put them in the wrong box, so you never saw them. But for today, I have one NBA play again, and that's going to be game five eighty two, Miami, at home plus five against Milwaukee. Uh, just love the heat in these situations when they're, you know, they play the top teams in the NBA. They really show up and they tend to win these games. Uh, normally they're a little bit bigger dog, but I think Miami wins this game or at least covers the five. So that's my one NBA pick for the night. In college, we have a few plays. Now, yesterday we, we were talking about fading the public in, uh, in, at this time of year, uh, especially when there's been no movement or lines moved a little bit the other way. And I think uh, I know you guys had a discussion afterwards after I was off the air about that. And uh, we can get into that more next week, too, if, if uh, they really want to hear about this. But today, I think there's a few games that I love fading the public big where the lines same line, maybe move to half a point against them. So I'm going to go with those. Those should be my plays for today. The public just can't win at this time of year. So the fir- first game is game 803 St. Joe's plus six against Davidson in the Atlantic 10 tournament. That's a, a 7 p.m. start. Public is 80% on Davidson. Line hasn't budged. Uh, I mean, it's four of every five tickets are coming in on Davidson, and the line hasn't moved. I mean, the sharp money is clearly on St. Joe's. Uh, next play I'm going to give out is game. Uh, let me find this one again here. I had it set up, and, and I'm still looking. Here it is, game 821, Mississippi State getting five and a half against Tennessee. Same situation. Public, 75%. They, they see Tennessee. They see how good they've been all year. Mississippi State's been a real quality team all year, too. Uh, Mississippi State's in the tournament. They're not even a bubble team. So uh, this is going to be a real real fierce battle. And uh, I think it comes down to the buzzer. So giving Mississippi State plus the five and a half. And the other game that I like was game 850. That's Arizona State getting one and a half or two, depending on which line you can get, against Oregon. Everyone's seen Oregon. Uh, pummel Washington State uh, two nights ago, and then they came back and they beat a bad Utah team last night. Uh, you know, second half comeback. Arizona State's been, you know, along with Washington, by far the best teams in the Big Ten, all, uh, Pac-12 all year, and uh, now they're a dog because Oregon's won a few games lately in a row against bad teams, and that includes that Washington win at the end of the year. So they're, what they're seeing lately isn't going to translate. What's going to happen? I like Arizona State plus the one and a half hey, or two. Hey, hey, Rick, we gotta we gotta go to a break, but that's four plays from Rick. When we come back, Brian's going to have his. We'll recap that. Daniel Wages, I got an MMA back, folks. Time out. Attention business owners. Are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan? Have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. 800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. If you or someone you love suffers from drug addiction, now is the time to utilize your private health insurance PPL plan. If eligible, receive up to $30,000 or more in substance abuse benefits with low or no out-of-pocket cost. 
We are the National Treatment Network, the premier drug and alcohol treatment referral service operating 24-7. We help connect you with facilities nationwide that accepts PPO private health insurance for substance abuse. If you have PPO substance abuse coverage and you need immediate admittance to a medical detox or residential rehab treatment center, call us now. Call our live referral helpline today. The call is free. This program is not available to Medicare or Medicaid customers. Call 800-296-1252. 800-296-1252. That's 800-296-1252. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. Folks, we're back. It's Fifth Street Sports. It's the last segment. We got Oklahoma, Brian, Florida. Rick gave out four. Daniel Wages on Bowling Green and Henry Lundy. By the way, after uh, Brian's done, I can't find Lundy on the card here, uh, Daniel, but I'm going to try to bet him. Brian, what do you got? Did you, did you get the dartboard and the chimpanzee out? <laughs> yeah, I, I got out the dartboard and the uh, darts, and the chimpanzee has been released from his cage, and he's just finished making his selections. <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. Well, let me tell you something. This, on, this is... on, 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 on your Texas Tech last night, laying 12 and a half, uh, <laughs> I think even my dog threw up on that one. Yeah, right. Uh, I, I've been I've been uh, forced into a five-day cooling-off period with giving up <laughs> Texas Tech plays. But I'll be back on Thursday with uh, with more. So brace yourself. Is it, is it, Brian, is this the same uh, chimpanzee that almost played the World Series of Poker? And uh, as he was about to sit down, they told him you can't play. Did you, did you steal him? No, no. This is this is a special <laughs> okay. uh, special right. thing. To make sure. Chimpanzee. Um, right. Now the good good news is I actually agree with his first play, and this is a game you could go to uh, tonight, uh, Frank. It's in Vegas, mm. and uh, yeah, where's the WAC, where's the WAC uh, tournament this year? Do you, do you know? It's in Vegas too. The whack is in Vegas. Yeah, what I was saying specifically, here, what, what, it's all coming to Vegas. Come on, man. Yeah, I know. I was asking, what what property is it at, though? Oh, wax at the Orleans. Wax at the Orleans. Oh, okay. Pac twelves at T Mobile, and uh, okay, the the Mountain West at uh, Thomas and Mack Center. Yeah, so what, you're one of my favorite schools all year. This is actually. No joke. This team has covered uh, as much as just about any team in basketball, and that's uh, University of Texas, Rio Grande Valley. Um, not a great team, but a great cover team. And they are getting nine and a half or ten tonight against New Mexico State. New Mexico State's a really good team, by the way. Um, almost beat Kansas earlier this year. Uh, but I like the uh, UTRGVU. It's a mouthful. <laughs> uh, I like them tonight. Sounds like an uh, acronym that my teacher gave me when I failed. Um, yeah. But I, Brian, I, I just bet it, brother. I, I took nine and a half. I didn't think it was worth buying it to the ten, but boy, we appreciate Smart. it. Smart. Um, real quick, you got something? You got ten? You got five seconds? Sam Houston State, minus five and a half or six. That's it. Thank you. You guys have a beautiful weekend. Thank you. It was a great show. We appreciate you watching and listening. Fifth Street Sports back on Monday, 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern.